Some things shouldn't be transparent, like stop signs. But what you pay for should always be clear, like Hiller's true transparency pricing, always clearly itemized and never any hidden fees. Because you have the right to know what you're paying for. For more information, visit happyhiller.com slash true transparency pricing. Happy you'll be of the services free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Restaurants and bars are in town, so if you want to know which are best, just hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Austin Huff on Twitter. You can interact with me there during the show as well. Uh, let me know if you like what you hear, and I, I say this every time I host. If you don't like what you hear, uh, do one of two things. Either keep it to yourself, for crying out loud, all right, or or uh, tweet your angry complaints to Chad Withrow. <laughs> Sound off to him instead at Withrow Zone. <laughs> Hit him up. But no, we've got a fun show for you tonight. If you're in your car, I know it's CMA week down there, uh, CMA Fest going on. So traffic is probably just worse than it's ever been. If you're if you're stuck in traffic, don't worry. All right, I'm there with you. I'm in the car with you. We're 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 gonna hang out for the next hour. We're gonna have some fun. Um, Singer-songwriter Dave Barnes is going to hop on with me a little later at 6.30 p.m. If you know the this, this song God's Gave Me You, or God Gave Me You by Blake Shelton, this guy wrote that and, and originally recorded it. So uh, we can I'll, I may talk to him about that, but definitely talk some sports with him. And he's just hilarious. He might be the funniest musician I know. Um, if you're not following him on Instagram and Twitter, you you're probably not doing the the inner you're probably doing the internet wrong essentially at dave barnes music hit him up uh phone lines are going to be open throughout the show so if you want to get in hit us up 615-737-1045 um if you got something good bring it i want to hear it I'll, I'll take your call if you got something good if not i got plenty to get through i got enough for a three-hour show here in uh this one hour and uh again tweet at me at austin huff uh, i might read your tweet on air who knows all right who knows should probably turn my computer down but uh hey happy national donut day y- y- um do you know that there's actually two national donut days in america <laughs> I'm not joking when I say this. Today, June 7th, National Donut Day every year. And then I think there's there's one also in November, like November 5th maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, real shocker, right? I mean, I think it's because there's two different spellings of donut. You know, like today is like Donut D-O-N-U-T Day. And the next one's Donut D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T. Which, if you spell it that way, come on, guys. It saves time and effort just to spell D-O-N-U-T. But... I also think we we have two national donut days just because we're I mean we're a really fat country let's be honest so we're like well yeah let's have six national donut days uh, but what I want to get to here in this first segment the Nashville Predators they made uh, I want to talk about the Nashville Predators why because it's summer you know <laughs> we we haven't even officially started the NHL off season yet so why not talk about the Predators right now they've been out of the playoffs for about a month and a half now no. I I know. Look, we we have like OTAs going on this week. You know why not? Why not talk about how like Ryan Tannehill looks looked in his reps today, uh, or or how Derrick Henry's feet look stepping over those bags. Man, really, really quick feet. Did you see? I mean, we could talk about that, but that that is there anything like worse than intensely talking about practice? Not a game, not a game, mind you, but practice. 
Which, speaking of, shout out to Allen Iverson. Uh, it's his birthday today, by the way. The answer to number three is 44 as of today. But yeah, I'm not going to be talking about practice. I love the Titans. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love them. Uh, but we're, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, the Predators are probably the closest thing Nashville has to a championship winning team right now. And that's, that's, I don't mean that to be disrespectful at all. It's, it's just the truth. And the key word there is right now. Uh, and, to be honest with you, I think they only got a little bit closer this week with a big hire that they made. On Tuesday, the Predators hired Dan Lambert as an assistant coach. Stop the presses, am I right? <laughs> uh, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Dan Lambert? Well, why didn't you say so? Or, you know, like, or or uh, you're probably like, Dan Lambert? Is it, you mean the, the, the manager of Shoney's on Donaldson Pike? No, but doesn't Dan Lambert sound like the name of a guy who would manage the Shoney's on Donaldson Pike? No, Dan Lambert is the former head coach of the Spokane Chiefs. And trust me, this take will get more interesting. All right, just roll with me here, okay? Now, last season, his team's power play led the league at 29.1%. That's really good. If you're not a hockey fan, hitting 30% of your your power plays is really good. And in 15 playoff games, the Chiefs were at 36.1%. So they were even better when the games mattered the most. And and also, I mean if we're talking if we're touting his resume right now, his his Chiefs, his Spokane Chiefs were also ranked 3rd in their league in scoring last year. Okay. Now, obviously the Predators power play, on the other hand, was less of a power play and more of like a pathetic play. All right. Now, is is this guy, is Dan Lambert going to make the power play better? Let me answer that question with another question. How can he not? Literally, the Preds had the last place power play in hockey. Okay, think about that. This team won the Central Division. All right, we know the Preds love hanging banners. Next next year, they're going to be hanging a banner that says Central Division Champions on it. All right? Very well, very much earned. And they had the worst power play in hockey. Not the worst power play in the Central Division. Not the worst power play in the, the Western Conference. I'm talking in all of hockey. They converted on a 12.9% clip. Okay? 12.9%. I mean, Vince Young's Wonderlick thinks that is low percentage. The gratuity line on Scottie Pippen's restaurant receipts think that per, thinks that percentage is low. Blaine Gabbard's completion percentage thinks that's actually actually no. Gabbard's completion percentage probably thinks that's about right. Uh, but uh, d- did I mention that the Predators also went 0 for 15 in the playoffs? I mean, talk about National Donut Day. <laughs> Sorry, Fox's Donut Den, but that's the biggest donut in town this year. Now, look, I know this is an extreme hypothetical. But this is sports talk radio, so and, and that's like kind of what we do. But so so let's dive in. Let's say that they up up that number to that that twelve point nine percent. Let's say they up to I don't know like uh, something something like twenty percent or not even. Let's we could just take it to eighteen percent. All right, then this team isn't clinching clinching the division title against the Blackhawks on the final day of the season. Let's say they convert on maybe two or three, maybe four of those 15 power plays in the first round against the Stars. They're at very least advancing to the second round. So do I think the Dan Lambert hire was a good one? Of course, without question. I mean, 
Heck, Gordon Bombay would have been a good hire. And, and I'm not talking like Gordon Bombay, head coach of Team USA in the Goodwill Games. I'm not even talking Gordon Bombay, sponsored by Hendricks, Gordon Bombay. Or, or even the Gordon Bombay head coach of that, uh, the, the team from District 5. I'm talking bumbling drunk who gets picked up for a DUI, Gordon Bombay, from the beginning of the first movie. You remember that? Yeah, some, some start to a Disney movie, by the way. That Gordon Bombay could have improved this Preds power play. I mean, he would have at least gotten them to get more shots on net while he poured more shots in his hand. That's how bad this power play was. Think about it. Again, 0 for 15 in the first round series against the Stars. That's six games, 0 for 15. If they would have gone 1 for 15, it would have been an improvement. Still terrible, but an improvement. All right, like I said off the top of the show, I work at 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And next year, our station is going to be the flagship for the St. Louis Blues. And people here who are just playing out of their minds right now, people here like to complain about how bad the Blues power play has been during this cup run. They're 1 for 14 currently on the power play in the cup final. And then cup final alone. They've they've had more power play goals in the other rounds, but in this round especially, one for fourteen. And it's not that they just like net fail to score, but they give up a lot of shorthanded goals. They give up like two or three in the playoffs alone. So blues fans like they love to complain about how bad their power play has been. Meanwhile, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm like biting my tongue. I'm like, just I mean, predators. That's like that's like Cindy Crawford like complaining about a, the birthmark on her upper lip, you know. Timely reference, I know. It, but it's like Cindy, babe, you're gorgeous. All right, pretty sure you don't have to worry about that birthmark. That's the Blues complaining about their power play. All right. Meanwhile, the Preds they, they don't just have a birthmark on their upper lip. They've got like a full blown like hairy mole. Look, and I'm not. I don't mean to be so harsh on the Predators. All right, I love the Predators. It's just I it was it was so atrociously bad this year that it it's time that it, they they make the moves. All right, were they good enough to win the cup this year? They had the talent, sure, without question. They just didn't have the consistency and especially again, not the power play. David Poyle made the right first step to fix it in this offseason, which I love, but it's a first step. It's not the only step. The next step comes in free agency. And I mean, I, I trust Poyle to make the, the right moves, the, the necessary moves that he has to make because, I mean, he's done it. He's, he's, he's got a proven track record. All right, and, and he honestly, he could, look, he could look no further than five hours to the north here in St. Louis. Look at this Blues team. A team that missed the playoffs in 2018 is now a win away from hoisting a cup in 2019. They picked up Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron. They made the moves they needed to. Now the Predators need to do the same. Throw the catfish. Fix the power play. All right, coming up next, I want to talk about the NBA Finals. Okay? if uh, You know how people say sports are the ultimate reality show? Uh, Yeah, then if that's the case, then the NBA Finals are The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like the, the, the top reality show the highest rated reality show out there because it's it, there's just so much good stuff and we're only three games into the NBA finals and they've already given us so much good stuff and we got game game four tipping off tonight so I want to talk some NBA finals coming up 
Uh, stick around. If, if you want to call in, phone lines are open, 615-737-1045. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Austin Huff. My name is Austin Huff. I'm filling in for Jason Martin here on The Big Six, presented by Renner's Warehouse on 104.5. You are listening to the Big Six presented by Renner's Warehouse. I am Austin Huff filling in for the extremely talented Jason Martin. And uh, my goodness, doesn't this song just bring you back? Doesn't this just like... Oh, I, I can just imagine like John Tesh just jamming out to this song every time. NBA on NBC. I, I miss it. I'll be honest. I miss it. But... Even despite the lack of this song in the NBA, the NBA Finals and the NBA is still just, it's so great. And tonight we've got NBA, oh, I, I just, I, I could barely even talk over this. Like, it's just so good. So, okay, the NBA Finals, the Game 4 is tonight. And the thing I love about the NBA is that it's both entertaining on and off the court. And I, I mean that literally, especially this week. You know, they say life, uh, they say sports is is life's greatest reality TV show. And if that's the case, I, I, I totally agree with that take. If that's the case, the NBA is essentially The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. All right? And now roll with me here, okay? It's, it's a competition. Uh, the people seem to get younger and younger every year or maybe i'm just getting older i don't know uh they all love being on instagram cough kevin durant cough and like plus like this season especially like how do we know the b and hannah b doesn't stand for basketball and heck even last episode hannah took jed the only contestant from nashville what's up shout out jed uh to the celtics practice facility where they hooped it up with jalen brown and terry rozier so, in a sense, the NBA is just like The Bachelor. I guess the I guess the only difference, if you had to like pick, like find one difference, the roses on The Bachelor don't sprain their MCL every year and uh, miss a majority of the season. <sighs> every season gives us entirely new drama, right? And like, let's focus it now onto the NBA. Like last season, last year, it was the burner accounts on Twitter. This year, it's the minority owners on the sidelines. You guys saw Mark Stevens, right? The minority owner for the Warriors on the sidelines, reaching over not one, but two seats to give Kyle Lowry a shove after he went diving for a loose ball. Uh, really, dude? I mean, I get trying to protect your wife or your girl or your clever girl, but that's the thing. Kyle Lowry isn't an actual raptor. All right, you don't have to defend yourself against him. He's just going for a loose ball. If you're mad at him for running into you, you need to check yourself and your ticket stub. You're sitting courtside, as in side of the court. Okay? Like sitting in the splash zone at SeaWorld, you're going to get wet. Sitting in the first row of a movie theater, you're going to get a crick in your neck. And sitting courtside, you're going to get trampled by dudes. <laughs> and probably spill a beer all over yourself. Just ask Jason Day's wife. Remember when LeBron James steamrolled her? She had to be carted off. 
I mean, how did Jason Day handle that? Did he did he try and like throw some weak shove at LeBron's way? No, he 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 literally said after the game that LeBron was just doing his job. There was no ill will towards him. And his wife went to the hospital. He didn't he he didn't he didn't, he didn't try and start some slap fight with LeBron James. Like why do people think they can do this in basketball and and like but not in any other like sport or entertainment? I doubt Mark Stevens is getting up and taking swings at the cast of Hamilton. Actually, he's probably more of like a Miss Saigon guy. I, I doubt he'd, he'd jump in after Shamu uh, after that orca splashed water on him. Okay, so why is he doing a basketball court? His basketball court. <laughs> I mean, some people are like, uh, but he barely shoved him. What's the big deal? You're right. He did barely shove him. But that's the take. He shouldn't be putting a hand on him. He shouldn't even be putting a finger on him. Like, I don't even want him to go E.T. phone home with Kyle Lowry. Just because you're you're sitting front row doesn't give you the right to touch players. It's an NBA game, not a petting zoo. So the NBA obviously has, has banned him for one season. Uh, he was fined uh, $500,000, which for him, I mean, like, you're, when you, first of all, $500,000 in the Bay Area, that's like, that's like one month rent. <laughs> so they, they, that's like pocket change to him. He's richer than the players he was watching, okay? He owns a minority stake in an NBA franchise. So, like, you could say that's a, that may be a tough punishment for us, but it's not for him. Like, you're probably like, like should he have been like punished as harshly as he was? Yes. I'd say yes. I don't think he should be allowed to any more games, ever. <laughs> uh, and, and then... And okay, so or or even after this year long ban that he's on right now, after it's lifted, I think he should be given like the di- divorced dad who lost custody of his his kids treatment. You know, like where he can go to the game, but he has to stay far enough away to where like the new stepdad Kenny, who just so happens to be an assistant coach on the team, like can't see him. <laughs> okay, like he, he, should, he basically has to watch from the parking lot. From a distance, or maybe like the outfield behind the outfield fence. Well, this is basketball, so uh, you know the 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 rafters. In fact, I think the NBA should go harsher. I they should ban him. They should ban him from sitting courtside in one of those virtual reality headsets. On you, you know what I'm talking about? Like the NBA has been hyping these commercials all all playoffs long. We're like, you could be a part of the game if you with your sweet looking virtual reality headset uh no thanks nba but but the nba should ban him from sitting courtside on those like when he puts on and you know he owns one because he's in silicon valley but when he puts on his virtual reality headset he should have to like his seat should have to be like last row of the of the upper deck (laughs) all right but like the reason I, I feel like the nba should go so harsh on mark stevens is because if you don't punish him here that's that's where the problem occurs. Or if you don't punish him harshly enough. This is something the NFL very rarely gets right. Like you, 
you make the example out of the first person to do something wrong. All right, Mark Stevens isn't the first fan to have slap fights with players, but he is the first person who works with an NBA franchise to do so, or at least that I can remember. If you come down hard on him, you're not going to get that anymore. And then, heck, maybe it'll put a proverbial muzzle on on Drake. <laughs> look, I look. I'm in the minority when it comes to sports talk radio because I actually like Aubrey Graham. His album "Thank Me Later" still bangs. By the way, I I love Drake, and I, I'm okay with him on the sidelines. I I just think, I, I, like, I love the fact that he's an ambassador for the Raptors or whatever his role, his title is. To me, he's this generation Spike Lee. The celebrity fan who was making himself a part of the game, essentially. Only Spike Thing would do the right thing. He wasn't serving... Uh, he Spike Lee never served as like a personal masseuse giving shoulder rubs to Jeff Van Gundy. That's that's where Jake's kind of... Or Drake is, is, is crossing the line. So if the NBA claps hard at Mark Stevens, then you know Drake's going to get that... Uh, Get that massage. Sorry, message. Sorry. And stay in a seat. So take a seat, Drake, and give us a moment's peace instead of pretending that you work at a moment's peace. And the last thing uh, uh, I want to say about these NBA finals, okay? I'm getting to this third, but I probably should have made it number two. But remember the old show Unsolved Mysteries? Well, one of sports' biggest unsolved mysteries was finally solved this week. Remember, let's take it back to the NBA Finals like 11 years ago. 11 years ago to this week, by the way. Paul Pierce, he gets injured in the NBA Finals against the Lakers. And he had to be carried off the court. I mean, I remember watching this thing. We were all like, oh man, he's, he's not just done for the game. He's, he's done for the series. He's, he's, an, he's an elderly man like you know, like he was, it was, you know, kind of like the back half of his career. Like maybe, maybe this is it for Paul Pierce. And then, like before we could even get to the next Geico commercial or whatever, Paul Pierce was jogging out of the tunnel back onto the court. So, so, and, and that was like kind of always like the thing. Like, was he hurt? Like what? That, like it was almost like he 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 went back into the tunnel. Uh, you know, grabbed a. a a piece of uh, Jesus Christ's, uh, you know, like robe, and then magically was healed, and then just started sprinting back out. Like that's you know, it almost seemed biblical his 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 return to uh, to health. So this week on uh, the NBA countdown on the ESPN pregame show, he revealed what actually happened. Paul here, 11 years ago today, wheelchaired off the floor for reasons he will keep to himself. I have a confession to make. Whoa. I just had to go to a bathroom. A number a one or a number I had to go two. to the bathroom. He had to go to the bathroom. Like, my man, Paul, like, there's easier ways to go to the bathroom. Like, you don't... <laughs> you don't have to fake an injury and then be carried off the court. Like, okay, let's say let's say he did have to go to the bathroom. Like, maybe the next time out, you just tell coach, "Hey, take me out for a second. I gotta go." Like, you didn't have to make a, an, a, an entire spectacle. Okay, and then I love uh, Chauncey Billups. Then he he hits him with the question. We're probably all thinking. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? It was that bad. Uh, it was something went down. I had to <laughs> do the bathroom. Oh, you were streaking? Okay, anywho. 
<laughs> so so PP had to go poo poo essentially. <laughs> Look, I've been to Panda Express a number of times. All right, I've been to the point where I felt like I needed a wheelchair just to make it to the bathroom, but like I didn't actually go through with it. <laughs> Look, I'm not buying it. In fact, I'm calling BS, literally. Not bull S, but basketball S. The only time Paul Pierce will be and should be connected to crap is when it comes to his analysis and his predictions. All right, like the time he said uh, after the Celtics Bucks, after the Bucks won game one, he's, or after the Celtics won game one, he, he said it was over. Yeah, the Bucks won in five. All right, coming up next on uh, the Big Six, Dave Barnes, singer, songwriter, uh, and when I say that, I mean like like he's like a real one. He's not he's not a singer songwriter whose income comes from tips at Macaroni Grill. Okay, he's an actual singer songwriter. He's got a number one song under his belt too, so he's uh, pretty good at what he does. But he's also extremely funny. He's a he's great sports fan and uh, just a lot of fun. So he's going to join me next. We're gonna. We're going to giggle, and we're going to laugh, and I hope you do with us. That's coming up next on The Big Six. My name's Austin Huff. I'm filling in for Jason Martin tonight. This is The Big Six presented by Renner's Warehouse on 105. This is the Big Six presented by Renner's Warehouse. I am Austin Huff, filling in for Jason Martin. And those tunes you are hearing right now come straight from my next guest. Oh, oh, and the voice, too. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to hear his voice actually talking to me. He is Dave Barnes. He's a singer, songwriter, and I guess I can technically say professional comedian. Uh, he's written music for Reba McIntyre, Billy Currington, Tim McGraw, Danielle Bradbury, Matt Wirtz, and if you know the Blake Shelton song, God Gave Me You, this is the guy who wrote it and originally recorded it. His album out right now is called Who Knew It Would Be So Hard to Be Myself? And to answer that rhetorical question, I did. I knew. Mm-hmm. Follow, follow him on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram at Dave Barnes Music. Dave, how are you, man? You know what's so funny? When that drum groove came in, I was like, God, I love the feel of this. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> is that is that like like are you ever like uh just walking around in like uh like a Steinmart and you like hear one of your songs come on and you're just like, Yeah, that sounds good and then you're like, Oh crap, that's that's actually mine. True story. True story. I was meeting a dear friend of mine for lunch a couple of years ago. I'm sitting in Tzatziki's <laughs> in Green Hills, and this song is barely legible. Like it's, it's, <laughs> and I'm literally sitting by myself, and I'm like, "Gosh, this sounds so good." I stick my phone up, Shazam, like in front of God and everybody in the restaurant, and I'm holding it up, kind of speaker, and I pull it down, and it's Matt Words, <laughs> and it was a song that I wrote with, him. and I was like, "Wow." Oh. There's that for just fun times and great oldies. But, but yeah. that happens in Nashville. I think everybody in Nashville is like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm totally just saying myself. Oh, every, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like, it's like instead of Googling themselves, people in Nashville just Shazam themselves. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Which sounds painful, but it's actually wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, I'm glad I, I got you on right now because I, I really wanted to talk some Premier League soccer with you. Uh, what did you oh, think gosh. about Big Game the, the other week? Uh, my heart is still hurting. So I'm a huge Arsenal fan, as you know. And Dave, I'm Dave, I, Dave, 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 Dave. I was joking. I, <laughs> I <laughs> no, nobody no, wants no. to talk. Nobody, nobody wants cares. to talk Premier League soccer, Dave. Nobody, nobody. This is America. Nobody. All right. I do. I'll, although I do. the, I will say this: the Women's World Cup starting up today. Are you excited for today. that? 
I'm stoked. We are so good. So good. So, that's so good. The, that's what worries me, though, is the fact yeah. that we are so good. Like, a little bit of me is nervous. Now, I, I, I do think, like, especially when, it, when you compare this, uh, the U.S. women's team to the men, like, it's head and shoulders above and beyond. But this women's team, man, like... I, I, I'm just like scared that we're going to get, uh, you know, like, like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, like just a team that's just so dominant. They're like, oh, it's a breeze. They're going to run through kind of like the Warriors, I guess. Yeah. They this go, year. yeah every, the good, right. The good everyone thought that, the Warriors was going to blow through. The, the women have been so good for so long, though. It's like I, I, they handled this very well. And so it, it very is. It's very much akin to the Warriors. It feels like when they have to hit an extra gear, they're kind of like. Okay, we should. I mean, I feel like the Warriors are like, hey, let's for fun, like in the locker room for the games, like, look, let's get down by 30, okay? And then, <laughs> and then we'll turn it on, and Steph, you can actually start making the shot. Or let's right. get down in the series by two or three, and then it'll keep it interesting. <laughs> but you're, I really you're not, do think of where that goes. You're not wrong, because, I mean, just in this last, in the Western Conference final against the Blazers, they trailed by at least 15 points in every single game, and they oh, still yeah. came back and won. Yeah. They swept. I think. Yeah, it, it's, I think it's how they keep themselves interested at this point, which is kind of frustrating, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is Dave Barnes, uh, singer-songwriter in town. Uh, go go, go get his, his album, Who Knew It Would Be So Hard to Be Myself. Um, do you know who who knew it would be so hard to be yourself? It's a, it's both rhetorical and non-rhetorical questions, so I take any answers from both myself and anyone else. <laughs> so, it all counts. Uh, Dave uh, so, People Magazine a couple years ago named Blake Shelton the sexiest man alive. Yeah, and I got to ask you: Do you think the he won that based on the fact that he sang "God Gave Me You," which is essentially the song that you wrote and recorded? Yeah, I, I like to think that I sort of was the trampoline. He was already really sexy, and I think I, my hope <laughs> is "God Gave Me You" was like it gave him that extra little sheen. Right. Like that final, like, people are like, he's sexy, and then he's saying that, and people are like, okay, he may be the sexiest man on earth. Yeah, he should have uh, changed, changed the lyrics to... for me. He should have uh, changed the lyrics to God God gave me this uh, this song <laughs> to yeah, allow me yeah. to to become the sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, did, I never got a thank you note about that, by the way. I think he, I don't know that he's pieced those two things together, which still kind of hurts my heart. Is you it? Because we'll, we'll never know. If he hadn't sung that, would he been... The world's sexiest man. I don't yeah, know. Right. Is is uh is this is there like a a rankings amongst uh, the sexiest men alive? Because if so, I feel like you've got to be like a like a Georgia Bulldogs, like always there, ranked pretty high there towards the top. <laughs> I thought I thought you meant you meant more in my form. Oh uh, yeah, I you do, look I'm, you look like a my bulldog. Dad side is slowly <laughs> turning into the Georgia Bulldog for sure. There's no doubt, uh, especially from the side. It's a very peculiar. Uh, angle my body is starting to take. Um, dad bod is real, man. <laughs> I, I bet. How many? Active, it doesn't matter. How many kids do you have? Three. Oh my goodness! So it, does it? Yeah. Does it? Does it? Um, I see. I have. I have no kids right now. Yeah. Does it? Does the dad bod get bigger with each kid? It fluctuates because, like, you'll 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 put on the pounds and you go. I got to drop this. Then you drop them, but then you have another kid. And then it just, you start giving up the longer it goes. You just, you know, 
Every pound is another wish that died. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is this is Dave Barnes uh, doing some group therapy here on 104.5 The Zone. Um, Yeah, it feels that vibe to me is sort of like you're you're. I define it as you look like you're in transition. People don't know if you're gaining weight or losing weight, but you're definitely not where you should be. You know what I mean? Right. They're like, (laughs) they know without like uh, stalking you on Facebook that this isn't what you look like in photos from like four years ago. (laughs) Exactly right. But people like, you know, when you're like, these are dad bod shapes. It's like, dude, if you lost weight, but they could just as easily say, dude, if you put on a couple pounds, that's basically the (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) Oh, man. And, And like, and I feel like, like, you would think that with the way the dad bod is, that that women, uh, or I mean, that men are the ones that give give birth, <laughs> that are, that are no, the pregnant yeah, ones. We, we are, we're always pregnant with anticipation, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Dave, if you, um, if you played a professional sport, what would it be? Soccer, which I know is not the sexiest thing on here to say. I did, I did play basketball growing up, so... Uh, I wasn't good at it, but I played it and was on, you know, the high school, junior high teams, all that stuff. But uh, I just, I, I have a love for soccer. And you know what? Nashville does too. We're getting the MLS team. I'm yeah. so excited about that. Uh, I think that's going to be a really, really, really fun sport to add to Nashville's sort of list of uh, professional sports here. Um, so I'm stoked about that. Uh, I think that's going to be huge. The uh, would you Would you play goalie? Yeah, I'd, yes, I'd be like that third backup goalie. But I'd be the guy that everybody's like, he's pretty fun. We should keep him around. You know what I mean? Like it'd be it'd be that kind right. of guy. Like he'd, he'll shag the ball. So like he'll get everybody Gatorade. That's sort of my vibe. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, sort of a team spirit guy. You know what I mean? They'll be like with that dad bod. He's got to block a lot of shots. So we'll, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it won't hurt him as much. Uh, he is Dave Barnes. Dave, um, before I let you go, you are a big time fantasy football guy. Oh, yeah. And I got to ask you, do you have any good the the thing about you with you're just not big into fantasy football. You're big into the name of your team each year and it's always a big thing. Yeah. Um yeah. do you have any front runners for your team name this year? You know, I sort of like to take some time uh before the season starts and uh and I'll sort of focus in. I'll do some I'll do some research. Uh a couple years ago I had one ring to rule Jamal, which I was really excited about that. Um you know, I, 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 I don't think anyone, Marquise from Rose was a good one. Cobb gave me you, was in the running last year. <laughs> uh, on my wayward son, I always loved that one. Um, I, the two that I went with, that I wrote, there, was, there was actually four. Uh, there was What's the New Pussycat, which I felt good about <laughs> yes. that one. Yes. Uh, Honey Funches of Oats was strong. Dancing <laughs> on the Feeling was, was probably my favorite that I've come up with. But I don't know how anyone will ever touch it. I did not come up with this one. But somewhere over Dwayne Bow to me that is the perfect. It is it's that the, is literally the best fantasy football name you can't, of all time. I don't know who I want to hug that guy or girl and just tell them <laughs> just you know go into the sunset. Your job here is done. You've contributed so much to the world that we don't need you for anything else. I mean that I read that, and I, I did, you know when something is so good, you just have to be still and quiet beside it. I didn't laugh. <laughs> you have to go meditate. I, I got a little emotional. Yeah, I just sort of laid on the piece of paper that I read it on just to get as close as I could to that kind of genius, you know? You know what I think? And this is, a, like, I'm big into conspiracy theory, so this is probably my biggest conspiracy theory I've ever come up with. But I think Dwayne's 
parents came up with that fantasy football name and named yeah. him Dwayne just so they could name their fantasy football team that. They're like, well, yeah. we'll have a son. Hopefully he makes the NFL, and then hopefully yeah. he gets big so we can That was a long game. Our... Like, they, they just took yeah. a long play from them. But they were like, look, if he is as good at football as we hope he is, years from now this is really going to pay off <laughs> right. right and then like skittles is going to come out with a marketing campaign like they probably had like they probably had <laughs> yeah. inside job working there at, at uh, skittles oh, no doubt no doubt yeah no so doubt. hey dave you're the man thank you for uh joining me also real quick before i let you go out the door uh you used to work at tcby oh yeah oh man this is real turf war stuff right now because i used to work at dippin dots cool springs galleria oh, oh, oh back in the day yeah so uh yeah Yeah. i thought you were gonna say baskin robbins and i was gonna say look man nothing touches baskin robbins uh mint chocolate chip ice cream nothing in the world is as good as that in my humble opinion you're so of the 31 flavors that's the that's the number Uh, one i just need one yep (laughs) hey dave i think i know how the dad bod came to be uh Follow Dave on Twitter and Instagram at Dave Barnes Music. Honestly, your your Instagram stories some of the funniest things. Dave's uh, what is it? Dave's top. What what are your your five Dave's things? Five hot takes. Dave's five, five hot, hot takes. takes. One of my favorite things you do on Instagram. Uh, give him a follow, guys. He's he's just as funny as he is talented, and he is extremely extremely talented. Flirt. Dave, thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, Austin. See ya. Well, I didn't see you. This is radio. I didn't see That was weird. I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to uh, Dave Barnes. Coming up next, look, I don't know how J-Mark closes out his shows, but I'd like to do it with some shout-outs. And I've got some good ones today. I've got uh, one, especially one going out to Hugh Grant. That's right. The actor that's in every rom-com ever. Shout-out going to Hugh Grant. That's coming up next. This is The Big Six, presented by Renner's Warehouse. I am Austin Huff. I'm filling in for J-Mart, Jason Martin. We're here on 104.5. 7 a.m., waking up in the morning. Gotta be fresh, gotta go downstairs. Oh, yeah, it's Friday, and if you're hearing this song, it means we're heading into our final segment of the night. Hey, man, this is so much fun. Thank you to Jason Martin and Brad Willis for allowing me to do this. I, I have so much fun when I fill in for him on the weekends. I hope you guys have as much fun as I did. Thanks again to Dave Barnes for joining me earlier. Uh, I like to close out each show with some shout-outs, so uh, I'm going to give a few of those before uh, before I hit the road. So I guess I'll start here. Shout-out to all the tourists that are in town this weekend for CMA Fest. Thank you for visiting uh, the great city of Nashville. Uh, But it's like they say at fancy beach resorts. Leave nothing behind but footprints, okay? (laughs) Uh, Shout out to everyone working in downtown Nashville this weekend. All right, look, I feel ya. I've been there. I I used to valet park cars in the Sheraton downtown. And uh, we got hit with one of those weekends where both CMA Fest and Bonnaroo fell on the same weekend. It's like a Category 5 hurricane of just crazy music fans all in one weekend in downtown Nashville. Nashville was slammed, so I feel you. Keep your head above water. You can get through this, okay? This too shall pass. Uh, Shout out to Hugh Grant. Uh, You know, the actor from Nine Months, Notting Hill, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Love Actually. He uh, he actually gave an interview where he said he wishes he never would have done those movies. Uh, I wish he never would have done those movies too because it's all my wife ever wants to watch. 
Shout out to the uh, da- to the Atlanta Braves for landing Dallas Keuchel, which Dallas to Atlanta that that sounds like every connecting flight ever. I like the Braves. I like the aggressiveness, but I don't necessarily like this move. We talk a lot of baseball in St. Louis. Obviously, it's it's our NFL here. Like, and that's not a joke. Literally, it's all baseball all the time. And the question has always been: Should the Cardinals sign uh, Keuchel? He's got a Cy Young. He's got a ring. He's got an Amish beard. <laughs> but like, if only he could get back to game speed as fast as he could probably build a barn. <laughs> he, he's probably not going to debut until July. I just kind of hope that the Braves are still in it when that time comes. Shout out to Dave Barnes. Good to see you, Dave. <laughs> he was a lot of fun. He's awesome. Check out his music. You will really like it. Shout out to the Nashville Sounds guitar scoreboard. Not the new video board at uh, First Tennessee Park. I'm talking the OG at Greer. It was removed from the site where Greer Stadium used to be this week. And I guess I, instead of uh, saying shout out, I guess I should be saying good night, sweet prince. Watching that little cartoon guy do his little seventh inning stretch dance on the uh, old light bulb video board. Man, there there was a time in Nashville when the Sounds and the Express for a few years uh, were the only sports ticket in town. And Greer Stadium was their Roman Coliseum. I'm rocking my Nashville Sounds hat right now. Love the Sounds. Miss old, I mean, Greer, it was, it had its dying days, but it, 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 it I do miss the, uh, the OG guitar scoreboard. Shout out to all podcast listeners. If you guys liked what you heard this hour of radio, check out my podcast. It's called The Show with Austin Huff. It's based out of St. Louis, but there's a lot of good Nashville talk. I I have Don Davenport and uh, Blaine Bishop. Each of them are on an episode, so check that out. Shout out to Ryan Mudd, another former Bruin hire running the board. God bless and go Bruins. Shout out to Jason Martin and Brad Willis for allowing me to fill in today. They are the best. Um, And... uh, Shout out to the U.S. Women's National Team. World Cup starts today. They play later this week. Hopefully they win it all and uh, take our minds off of uh, the men losing to Trinidad and Tobago. I haven't been that disappointed with TNT since the last season of Franklin and Bash. All right. Thank you guys for a fun time. J-Mart's back next week. Fox Sports is up next. And then the Speedy Cash 400 in Texas is up next after that. So if you're into truck racing, do not touch that dial. As for me, Seacrest out.